I like Jalen too. What? Maya? Well, it's too late now, because I like him. Well, you know what? I can't stop thinking about him. Well, then write in your diary, because you're the only one who cares. <laughs> Excuse me, if he knew I liked him, he'd choose me. I'll choose you. Okay, not to toot my own horn, but I know how to toot my own horn. <laughs> well, then you better get used to it, because yours is the only horn you'll be tooting around here. Okay. Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Today we are covering Love Thy Neighbor, Season 4, Episode 22. Welcome. My name is Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today's episode's, uh, it's okay. Those are my fave. You move things along. It was mm-hmm. definitely like a paddle to the boat. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> it definitely moved things along. Let's get the show on the road with these relationships, shall? Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's weird because I remember Joan and William starting like around now. So maybe I have the timeline off. I don't know why it hasn't started yet, but because by the end of the season, Joan is all in, mm-hmm. and that's only two episodes from now. Mm. But anyway, we'll see that coming up later on. Um, Before we get into the episode, I want to talk about a movie that came out that I saw last week that I want to recommend to everybody. It is called Barbarian. Have you seen the trailer for this? No. How is it? Is that is that <sighs> Idris Elba's movie? Nah, that's just called Beast. I, nah, I don't oh. see that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the trailer, it looked basic. It looked like Cujo, but with a lion. <laughs> Anyway, I'm talking about Barbarian. It is a horror movie starring Georgina Campbell and Bill Skarsgård. And it's one of those horror movies where you don't want to watch a trailer. If you cannot watch a trailer at all and just go into it blind, do that. Okay. Because there's a lot of surprises. It doesn't go where you think. But I will give you guys the, the first little premise. The premise, it starts like this. So... A girl flies into Detroit. She has a job interview. Um, It's late at night. It's raining. She heads straight to her Airbnb. And she realizes there's somebody already standing there. Oh, There's already a guy there. That is the worst. Have you ever had that happen? Thankfully, no. But I've heard stories where um, that has happened to people. I I don't know what I would do. I mean, I guess you just... Well, she she doesn't know what to do because it's raining and it's late. And she knocks on the door. He answers. It's a guy staying there. It's one guy. It's like a single bedroom house. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I booked this on such and such day, like for this day. Like, this is my confirmation code. I'm supposed to be here. And she's like, no, I'm supposed to be here. So he's like, well, how about this? You can come in, figure out what's going on, call Uh a hotel. You know, it's raining outside. It's late. It's dangerous. (laughs) You could just hang out here while you figure it out. You ain't getting me on that (laughs) okey-doke. And of course, she's like, uh, huh, I don't know about that. But she walks in. And mm. that's all I'm telling you. That's all I'm he, telling you. He ain't getting you. me on that okie doke. He could have, he could have, listen. I already know the tricks of the game. He could have motherfucking, uh, what's the word? Edited that confirmation code, bitch. I don't want none of that. She shows him, like, this is my code. He's like, well, this is mine. It matches. Like, they just double booked us on the same day. But e- e- even then, let's say if that is the thing, right? I don't trust niggas as far as I can throw them. You yeah, don't I feel come you. into the house with a man that you don't know. And he's staying there for now. But you don't know if he could call his niggas on speed dial. Mm. Girl, uh-uh. You better get your ass back in that car and sleep in that motherfucker. Sleep in that shit. Yeah. So that's that's the premise of the movie. I definitely recommend it. It's in theaters now. It might be on streaming next month for Halloween. But it's like getting really good reviews and everything. And I'm a huge Georgina Campbell fan. If you guys ever seen Black Mirror, she's the lead in uh, Hang the DJ, that episode. It's called Barbarian? Barbarian, yeah. Mm. It, it zigged when it should have zagged. When you thought it was going to zag. There's surprises. So Ooh. shout out to the makers of that movie. It was, I don't even like horror movies. I'll tell you that. And it kept my interest. I had a lot of fun watching it in the theater. It's one of those yell at the screen kind of things like, oh, my God. Yeah. So if y'all like that type of shit, invite some friends up. Well, it's not on streaming yet, but I mean, go to a pack theater and be on the thing thing. (laughs) I don't know how it would be on a thing thing if it's still in theaters. 
Wow. I mean, somebody bring a camera in. I just watched a sequel and it was in the theaters and that shit was um, HD. Sequel what? You ever watched that movie Orphan? Oh, First Kill. That's on streaming though. Yes. I watched it or I tried to. I didn't get it. It wasn't hitting for me, but. Was it on streaming the day it came out in theaters or did it go to streaming like two weeks after? Because I watched it like that second day it was out. Yeah, I thought it was it came out on streaming for um hbo max oh paramount plus is it paramount paramount plus yes that's where i watched it so yeah it came out in streaming and on streaming and theaters okay at the same time so that's how i watched it well i started too i wasn't feeling it (laughs) you gotta watch the first one i've seen the first one did you like it yeah but i don't like the the new one just kind of freaked me out because she's older but she's playing younger and it's weird they had to because they took so fucking long they like, did take so long so old now girl it's is like, like 27 like what the fuck you're playing with my perception because <laughs> she look she got a grown woman's face but she tiny it's just it's weird <laughs> <laughs> so i was like i got like 10 minutes in i'm like i can't i'm done this is weird. <laughs> I, I didn't think I didn't think the technology was that bad. I thought I think because we already know, that's why. Yeah, maybe if they if I didn't know, I would be like, okay, I'm down. But <laughs> I was like, y'all trying to really think like play me like I'm stupid. Yeah, but they I know that so girl long. ain't fucking what? How old was she in the first one? Like she was she was like ten in the first one. So that means she's even supposed to be younger in the prequel, right? She's so supposed to be younger. You, so you have to suspend some belief here, right? I can't right? do that. You know, I'm too smart. <laughs> I dissect shit. So I can't. That was like, why she, why, why she tiny? Like, her, her face ain't tiny. It's anyway. I if you like, like that she movie, she looked like fine. she like 13 or something in this second one. She look, she giving 13, 14. She ain't like, giving 10. Oh, she's not giving 10 by any stretch of the imagination. She's definitely giving close to 30. No! that's her in real life but for no, what they were trying to she? do she probably like 26 27 like, I don't now know how old she is hold on let me find out how old she is she probably mid-20s that's what i'm thinking like a why 26. not just not do the movie she already aged out let's just fucking or hire somebody that looks similar or we we've been asking y'all niggas we've been telling y'all niggas i remember she on the 25. message boards still we though. used we used to be like, um, can y'all make this prequel slash sequel before this girl gets old? I remember that Meshes was Paramount, <laughs> but y'all want to wait 10, 12 years later when she could be Esther's mother. I'm sure they could have found an actress that looks similar. The way casting networks and all that shit be finding people, lookalikes, doppelgangers, they could have found somebody else. It just, it bothered me. Yeah, it's because you know. Yeah, but yeah barbarian orphan first kill go ahead and watch those i guess make your own decisions but don't watch the trailer for barbarian don't just listen to what i said they booked the same airbnb and they're trying to figure out and then stuff happens okay you know because these airbnb movies we've had a few of them airbnb inspired let me say that yeah they mention airbnb in the movie so oh they do they say it oh did airbnb clear off on that usually the movies would be like um Air, air R&R or something? Air R&R. <laughs> or fire B&B chat. I don't know. Something. But Water B&B. Water B&B. <laughs> they don't want the smoke. That's interesting that they cleared that. Hmm. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. You, now you're making me second guess because every discussion I've heard mentions Airbnb. But did they you're say it? Think. Or but I know he doesn't, for, for sure he doesn't say it. He says, well, I booked mine on my home or something home, travel home. Mm. But she says, I think she says Airbnb. He doesn't. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah, go see that. It's in theaters now or you could just wait till it comes out on streaming. But I, I say the theater experience was, was really fun because you just, it's camp. There's some funny parts and there's some parts where you're like, should I leave this theater? Yeah. It's fun. Mm. But anyway, speaking of <laughs> horror movies and horror episodes, let's get to Love Thy Neighbor. <laughs> I don't know. I just had to transition. I'm like, I don't know how to transition out of that. But this was written by Kevin and Michelle Marburger and the original air date, 5-17-2004. And we open up at Skia. It's William writing a letter to his sponsee named Pepito. I can't believe he's sponsoring a child, and we've never heard about this child ever. 
so William's writing and we hear his voiceover. He's like, hey, so Pepito, has the rebel army vacated your school yet? And he's saying stuff so excitedly, like this kid's life is a game. He's going through fucking war stuff. Mm-hmm. And William's just like, hey, so how's death? Is it imminent? Is it coming? Hey, so I know you had to dodge some bombs today going to school, but uh, <laughs> how was your breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of uh, tone deaf. But Papito lives in Guatemala. And William says, just like the rivers in Guatemala, the waters are murky here as well. I'm like, it's not the same for him. But anyway, he's still wondering if he should give his feelings to Joan. He should. He wondering if he, if he going to holla at Joan. I'm still in a quandary regarding Joan. Do I tell her how I feel and risk losing a good friend? Or do I sit back and risk losing a potential soulmate? So he's at like a crossroads. And that's when Joan pops up at Skia. And I don't think he knew she was coming or not, but I thought she was going to take the paper from him and read it, but she doesn't. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Joan always wants to know what people are writing and shit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, so he's like, actually, I mean, you know, I'm writing to Pepito, the child I'm sponsoring in Guatemala. And she is so impressed. She grabs his hands and she's like, you you know what? You're so great, William. More people should be like you. And of course, he's looking dead in her eyes. And he, I, I know he's getting half a chub just, just looking at her and having her touch him <laughs> under the table. Half a chub. Half a chub. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, Joan's like, why are you looking at me like that? Oh, my God. Do I have a bug? And he's like. Yeah, actually you do. So she runs off to to fix the sitch and he writes to Pepito, she's even cute with a bug. Aww, they're mm-hmm. cute. So next we, we have the the opening scene with Lynn, then Jalen. And I'm not going to lie, this looked weird. This looked really like suggestive. What did you think when you saw the opening scene? Mm, they, they watching movies, yeah. It's giving real threesome. But I think that's what they wanted it to give. I wasn't sure if I was the only one just <laughs> I was like should I say that on the podcast yeah it kind of it's given threesome but they're watching a movie it's really boring so Jalen's asleep Lynn's trying to stay awake and Maya's the only one that's actually paying attention mm-hmm. and once it's over she's like "Ooh, the Blair Witch Project has nothing on this and it's like an old movie from the 50s so I can understand why they're bored mm. so the movie was called Sorry Wrong Number I thought that was a horror movie. Does that sound like a horror movie to you? It does. Oh, but I feel like, number. yeah, it's like kind of like a, the calls from are coming from inside the house. When a stranger calls. Ooh, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That's like one of the scariest things you can hear somebody say on the phone to you. That's mad scary. The calls mad are coming scary. from inside the house. Mm. Get the fuck out. What you going to do, girl? What you going to do? Yeah. So, um, so Lynn leaves Maya and Jalen alone. And what happens here? Ooh, Jalen trying to shoot his shot with Maya. And Maya's like, ah, no, I'm too busy. I'm not really into you like that. I got kids. I got this. I got that. You know, we could just be friends and hang out. And I mean, you, you, you can paint Jabari's room if you want to paint it (laughs) before you leave. And um, Jalen goes, no, no nookie, no painting. And I'm like, yeah. She's not a prostitute, Jalen. There's no transactional shit here. It's very transactional with niggas. Like, mm. why does it have to be that way? Like, fuck you guys. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Just nasty. He's like, you know, I'm over here all the time having dinner, doing movie nights, putting bookshelves up in, in Jabari's room what are we doing? And I'm like, well, besides the the bookshelves, that sounds like y'all are girlfriends. I was about to say, like, (laughs) y'all sounded very much, hey, bestie. That's what that's giving me. That's all that sounds like to me. I mean, as long as y'all don't cuddle or fuck. Right. That would be a whole nother thing. But y'all just hanging out just same way. Lynn probably does that same shit. Pretty much. You the fifth girlfriend. The sixth, right? The sixth. (laughs) So, um, Maya's like, yeah, I have a lot going on. So not now. And he goes like, not now or ever. And she's like, I don't know. And he says, all right, I get it. I understand. But these dudes don't understand. They say they understand, 
They don't. That's like what they say right before they do some crazy shit, like some stalker shit. Well, they'll say they understand and they do understand, but they don't give a fuck. And they'll do what the fuck. Yeah. The stalker shit anyway. So if I ain't know no better, I'd be like, oh shit, he about to go crazy. But I knew, I saw this episode before, so I knew he wasn't going to do none of that. Um, Mm -hmm. So moving on to the next scene, we're at Tony's house. She still got the short wig. Let's get a uh, wig update from Miss uh, Etsy Rowe. Okay. What is it called? The familiarity effect, where when you see things, oh, damn, over and over, this is where we're going. You start to get, you start to get used to it. <laughs> oh God! Listen, is the wig still bad? Yes. Is it as jarring as those first few times I saw it on my TV screen? No. Do what you want to do with that information. I will do what I want, and listener, you can do what you want with that info. But we all know, we all know, right? That's where I'm at right now. I mean, it's kind of like. Like the girls with the bad weeds. It's like, okay, yeah, that's that's old girl. Right. Eventually it becomes a part of her, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a part of the character. <laughs> Damn. Okay, then. Well, in this scene, she goes into the bedroom and Todd's already sleeping. And she wakes him up and uh, she mentions that she scheduled sex for them for Wednesday night. He's like, you scheduled our sex? That's crazy. It's and actually not. Is it not? <laughs> I don't think it is. If you're talking about two niggas that's busy, is it? I don't think it I is. I think if you have to schedule your sex, then that's another red flag. No, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a red flag. I really don't. <laughs> sex is supposed to be a natural uh, movement of bodies uh, spontaneously driven into each other f- through love and affection. I feel like them scheduling sex at this point is kind of weird because they don't have any kids. But once kids come in the picture, I don't think it's a bad idea. Two niggas is working and y'all got kids. So so when are you going to have the sex? How about they do it when the kids are out? That's a schedule. What if... Okay, so Tony's scheduling the sex. What if you schedule it, what, what was it, Wednesday, she said? Wednesday night. Yes, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night, let's say 8 p.m. And... It's 8 p.m. and you're just not in the mood. Well, then you guys have to reschedule. But that's the thing. Why can't we just... How do you know the person's going to be in the mood Wednesday night? That's what I'm just saying. You, How do you know? I mean... Stop scheduling I it. Feel, here's the thing. Do I think that all of the times that you guys um, do it should be scheduled? No. But I do think that it's nice to have a schedule like oh i'm free wednesday night oh the kids are gone wednesday night so you know we we gonna do what we do that time i don't think that's a bad idea let I us say, know listeners i say you know what let's schedule some personal time wednesday if one thing leads to another it does if not it doesn't let's just schedule it as a date night let's not schedule it as sex particularly well to me that's kind of like low-key high-key the same thing like if you're scheduling something with the intention right and y'all are married to get together and have sexual time it doesn't have to be sex y'all could just cuddle y'all could just make out there's so many different things like to schedule actual sex that so you rather her just say we have um some alone time yeah call it alone time let's let's watch a movie if it if it's next Netflix and chill and we end up chilling, like then it ends up that way. But let's not make it a hard set, you know, agenda of sex. That just sex is something you just go up oh, time to go. Let's do it. And you just hop in. It's like a progression. There's yeah. foreplay. There's there's so many. But who says that that's going to be gone within the schedule? There's still going to be foreplay. Sometimes foreplay doesn't lead to sex. I'm just saying. That might not be the end game. No, but you can still create that element to lead up to it. Sure. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Twitter girls, uh, girlfriends that are listening, let us know. Do you think scheduling sex just devalues the uh, spontaneousness of it? You should make this a poll. You know what? That's what we're going to do, Etsy. Etsy, like the site, we are going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> make it a full and don't be trying to twist the words up when you nah, answer you the know question <laughs> this time you're making the wording you text me the wording i'll put the shit up how about that okay y- yeah y'all feel me out there yeah Sh- shit gets sticky <laughs> so um 
Todd mentions it's crazy that she's scheduling sex and then Tony goes to bed and she puts a red bandana on her head, which is like, um, no. I was like, is that cotton? That looks like straight up cotton. Uh-uh. We don't do that. I mean, she wearing a wig, so it's whatever, but. <laughs> yeah, but like they're trying to make it seem like that's her hair, right? So I would assume so. It's a no. We no. need a satin scarf, a bonnet. And it's like, if you're going to make a reference to that part of her beauty regimen, why not just get it right? Like She's done it I before. Was, She's worn satin scarves before. I don't know why yeah. this episode they decided to go with the cotton. Could they not find it on set? Y'all could have found a, a, a satin one. See, Y'all misplaced it. I, Mara, where were you? Where were you, Mara? You know, <laughs> I don't know how many black people are in the crew, but somebody need to speak up. Actually, you know mm-hmm. what? Jill should have sp- spoke up. A black woman going to bed wouldn't wear this. Cotton? That edge is going to be done. <laughs> <laughs> so, Todd says he can't do Wednesday night for sex. Because he's traveling? Yeah, he, he's going to get a job in New York, which I'm like, how the fuck you going to have get a job in New York without consulting your wife? That's crazy. Them niggas is in L.A. That's a long ways. Yeah. And yeah. it's a job interview. Well, first, yeah, let's get into that. Why am I only just now hearing about this job interview? Number one. Because only simply because I scheduled sex. So now you have to tell me I can't make it because of that. Why not tell me as soon as you scheduled the job interview that it happened? Yeah. It's like he wouldn't even have told you if you didn't have say that. Yeah. Said if that. you hadn't scheduled sex, he would have never told you. <laughs> That's why. I mean, it's good that you scheduled it. <laughs> See, it worked out. See, you know what? It worked out. Unless you would have been calling that nigga, that nigga would have been halfway across the country. Can you imagine not knowing where your husband is? Like, damn, my husband ain't come home tonight. What's going on? We scheduled sex. Mm-mm, you know? Mm-mm. Hello? Oh, you're in New York. Different time zone. The yeah. But he's all nonchalant about it. I might be flying to New York. I have a job interview. What? Yeah, I'm not crazy about it being in New York, but might get us out of debt. Hey, if it gets us out of debt, then I say go for it. And he says that line about debt, and he seems super excited. He's like, hey, it might get us out of debt. And I'm thinking, um, well, that's one thing, but Tony has a whole fucking life. She has friends in California. Her family lives in California. She's going to have to move from her family. So it would have been nice to tell her a little sooner. Yeah, that and... So the decision has been made. There's no, like... It's an interview, so it hasn't completely been made but my thing is i don't go on interviews to jobs that i don't want so Mm. to jobs that i know that if they offer it to me i'm not gonna take what's what's the point of going to the interview i mean if you're flying you out to new york from california i mean (laughs) let's check out new york you know let's get a free uh free trip to new york free trip but then look what he says what was his next line in regards to What's her name coming? Tony coming with him, right? Well, that's later once he gets it. So I'm like, the fuck? He going out there with that blonde bitch. You don't see this shit, Tony? He going <laughs> to fuck that blonde bitch in New You York. know what's crazy? I was thinking, Tony might not know about the about the job interview, but you know who does know? I bet Natalie knows. I bet he told yes! Natalie. They going to be fucking with a view of the Empire State Building, bitch. The fuck? <laughs> well, Natalie must be paying for that apartment because... Well, I don't know. This new job that he talks about seems kind of promising financially. But mm-hmm. Tony hears that it could get them out of debt. And she's like, oh, really? Then go for it. And she's about to go to sleep. And he kind of feels some type of way. He's like, that's all you got to say? And she's like, yeah. um, give me something nice from Bergdorf's. And then he goes, wow. So then getting us out of debt, that's all you care about, huh? And I'm like, yeah yeah nigga like this is trying to fuck up my credit by marriage the fuck it's like and yes. you sold me the job by telling me i'm not crazy about it but it could get us out of debt and you should be grateful that i don't run upside your head for trying to take a job interview in new york knowing our whole lives are in la i'm supporting yeah. you so, so the fuck you mad about yeah so Honestly, getting out of debt, fine. You can have a job in South Africa. If it'll get us the fuck out of debt, take the fucking job. That's all I need to hear. I don't need to know what you're even doing. I mean, as long as it's legal. That's all I'm saying. Right. So he turns off the lights all disgusted and goes to sleep. So William's at Skia, again, writing to Pepito. And we overhear um, on the voiceover, William's thoughts. 
He's comparing the um, the apple, apple turnover something. at Skia to how well Joan makes her apple turnovers. As I sit here eating my apple turnover, I can't help thinking it's not as good as Joan's. Hers is a light, flaky crust filled with sweet, juicy apples that just melt in your mouth. Oh, mama Sita. Seems very sexually suggestive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how is how is flaky related to being sexual? That's kind of nasty. Well, you know, flaky is is a texture. You know, people like that. Oh. And that's when Tony walks in and she says, I need advice, William. I need to know what makes a man happy. So this is kind of a continuation of the previous episode when William had to give her advice on how to handle Todd's whole island thing. Mm-hmm. And Tony says Todd is still in his funk. So she explains Todd has a job in New York, a job interview. New York, huh? Uh-huh. What's the job? I don't know. Well, didn't you ask him? No. Did you at least ask him how long the job might last? Uh-uh. So, Tony, you didn't ask him anything about a job that could potentially change both of your lives, and you wondered why he's mad at you? Here's the thing. I see where he's going. He's implying that she doesn't care because she didn't inquire further about the job. Right. But Todd didn't offer that up. He didn't offer any information up. That's it. Let me tell you something. I could see right through Todd. Todd took this interview because he wants to get a rise out of Tony. But Tony being the savage that she is, she don't give a fuck. So he <laughs> thought he was going to get a rise. And she's like, hell yeah, nigga, go get that shit. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so he was trying to test her? This is a test? Yes. Yes. That's why he was so upset when she said, okay. Listen, you, you, didn't, see, to- you didn't see his reaction? He was just like really that's your reaction because he wanted he wanted that super blow up oh why are you going to new york without telling me that i love you don't leave he wanted all of that he wanted to make a movie cause a scene bitch Listen, tony said go ahead todd if you gotta test your wife don't be with your wife just fucking in this marriage this isn't this doesn't sound like fun it seems like school exams or something i don't know not healthy at all you got it. It's, it's fucking up your finance, just like college would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Creating debt, you know. So <laughs> I just I don't get it. I don't I don't like it. And like to be honest, he should have offered up that information as Period. as a husband. Just as much as she loves you to ask about it, you should love her enough to tell her about it. Exactly. Like what the fuck? You just had a job. What are you a hitman? Like what is the <laughs> job, nigga? <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think i don't know if they interview you uh for a hitman job like that i guess they do they do meet in like back alleys and talk about it but i'm thinking this job could be a year it could be forever as long as it gets them out of debt like i don't give a fuck he just told me he was gonna get a job he said it's gonna be within his um within his practice and it's gonna get us out of debt yeah it's just doctor stuff i don't know i need to know that's all I'm here in L.A. He in New York. So go ask him. I don't know what the fuck that nigga doing right now. (laughs) So William says this job could potentially change both of your lives. And you didn't ask any questions. Yeah. And I could say the same to Todd. This this job could potentially save uh, change your lives. And you didn't tell her more information on the job or even seeking out jobs that are out of state. Like this is this is a lot. Like let's not act like we don't know the process of getting a new job. Right. He's the one that took the initiative. He's the one that saw that ad or heard the person heard saying that, that it was a yeah. job. Uh-huh. Based out of New York, you still took the interview, still applied, still said yes to the interview arranged the flight yeah took the flight information you probably got the fucking hotel information too sitting somewhere in the house period you had ample opportunity to tell this woman so please please miss me with that well you didn't ask he don't want me to ask he he wants he wants a commotion he doesn't care about the asking yeah he wants a scene um so william says when women want to talk about their feelings they go to their girlfriends when men do it, they want to go to their wife and lover. Obviously not, bitch. I feel like William's Mm-mm. advice is bullshit anyway. It's real flimsy. But it's, mm, I don't like his advice. There was one time where he was right out of these whole four seasons, four or five seasons. <laughs> and after that, you know, a broken clock is right twice a, twice a day. So I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like a man wrote this episode. I mean, 
Kevin Marburger and Michelle Marburger. I don't know if y'all were fighting in the writer's room or what happened, but this definitely seems like a male point of view. It's giving all the men the power of which they don't deserve in this mm-hmm. in this episode. And, and when I say and men, I mean Todd specifically. It's giving him all the benefit of the doubt and Tony no benefit of the doubt because mm-hmm. they're relying on the history of Tony's character. But they're forgetting that Todd is a terrible character too. This nigga tricked his wife into marrying him. Mm-hmm. Like, like, <laughs> Are we just going to ignore that, guys? And just ignore that? And now he's the perfect husband who's a victim now? Come on. Knowing that once you get married, y'all are an entity. Y'all are a unit. You're one. So his his debt becomes your debt. His baby mama drama becomes your baby mama mm. drama. And depending on the state, be careful when you marrying these motherfuckers who got kids because the bitch who he had a kid with can take it out of your check. Oh, child support. Get Jesus. Oh, yes. Oof. Oh, yes. Damn, really? Check your state regulations, but it is definitely a thing. Stay woke out there. Yeah, please do. Cash Apper, guys. <laughs> Cash Apper. Jeez. So he goes, uh, do you ever ask him how his day is going? And she's like, yeah, I do. And he goes, well, do you listen for the answer? And she's like, oh, shit. You know what? That's good. Let me write this down. <laughs> and she takes the paper that he was using to, like, write to Pepito and confesses love to Joan. And at first, William has this kind of scared look because she takes the whole writing pad, but then she just rips off that top page and Mm -hmm. then continues to write her own notes. So she's like, okay, ask him how his day went, listen, and ask a follow-up question. All right, got it. And I'm like, okay, I guess. If you got to write that down, remember it, fine. (laughs) So next scene, Jones made a sandwich. She's excited. She made a song about it. And Lynn, well, you know, when someone's making a a big stink about a sandwich they made, it's not going to end well. So Lynn's there doing laundry and she has a secret. She wants some of Jalen. I'm like, hold on. She's like, I got a crush on Jalen. I'm like, who? Jalen Rose, the NBA player? Because I know you ain't talking about Maya's neighbor. (laughs) I said Jalen? Oh, boy, from 911? (laughs) (laughs) Because we know unofficially that's Maya's bootay exactly and i don't know like it was kind of like shrugged off and laughed off or whatever but in a real life scenario mm, that's kind of weird like bitch you know that's my unofficial nigga and you out here talking about you got a crush the fuck well you can't stop who you crushing on you can't fight that why you like him and he my nigga (laughs) but here's the thing though Joan gave her the advice to ask Maya about it. And she did. She did. And Maya gave her the okay. So, I mean, she did all the protocols. At least ask your best friend if it's cool. Right? Yeah. Don't just do some shady shit on on the back end and not say nothing. Yeah. Because the best friend might not even like him like that. Which we know Maya, she likes him, but she just don't want to fuck with him like that. But she claims that she's not really liking him. So she gave Lynn the okay. But then this is how it gets sticky right when you give somebody else the okay but then it's like um no i actually just said that because i didn't want to look like i was cock blocking but yeah and like the way she said yes she was like huh yeah go for it but she was like yeah he he don't even like her like that he likes me so it ain't gonna work out but it's better if he she hears that from him because i will look like i'm just a hater yes which gets kind of it gets very like are y'all even friends? <laughs> yeah. Toward the end yeah. of this episode. I'm like, come on, guys. But she does ask her and she Maya gives her the okay. So Lynn says, I'm going to go wrangle me up a man, a.k.a. Jalen. So she goes and um, gets ready for her date. So then Maya goes home to the apartment complex and she sees Jalen making out with Lynn. How quickly was this shit? That was really quick. Maybe maybe an hour, two hours? It, uh, a few hours? Two hours max. Yeah. They're yeah. all wearing the same clothes. So I'm like, well, mm-hmm. did y'all just walk up to each other and start making out? Like, how did y'all get that comfortable so quick? Mm. Or this is another sticky situation. This is why I stand right away from these shits like the plague. How about... <laughs> <laughs> y'all was already kind of sort of talking flirting da, 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 da. so when you got the okay from maya that's why it went straight to the mm. making out 
Yeah, yeah I was already finna do your shit. They had that cued like a playlist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a DJ with a set list and a playlist. Surely did. Mm-mm-mm. So Maya sees this. Oh, yeah. I have a, a couple name for Jalen and Lynn. Do you know what it is? Jalen. It's Jalen. I'm so silly like that. Oh my God. But um, she sees them. She's so shocked that she falls down. So they run and help her. And um, she asks them both if they're down for a movie tonight. And they can't because they have a date. And Lynn says, I got to go get cute. They have a date that very day. That's quick. She she wasn't waiting for your okay. The okay was just a part of the checklist. To do it out in the open. That yeah. Be, yeah. Right. Now they don't gotta hide it. Right. So she gives Jalen a kiss on the lips and leaves Jalen and Maya there to talk about this. Just yesterday you were all asking me about our future and today you're all over Lynn. What's up? You know, hold on. I'm not playing anybody. I told you that I liked you, and you didn't want me, remember? You had, what, too much on your plate. But I understand that. But a brother can't stay on pause. I had to move on, and I did with Len. Yeah, Jalen about to get these property manager benefits. That's mm-hmm. a good come up, if he can oh, make yeah, it work. He's definitely about to do that. I don't know how long it's going to last, because, you know, niggas, they always right. fucking up a good thing. But <laughs> You have such a dark view of love. <laughs> But hey, everything is just it could be the most perfect relationship on paper. And then you're like, now he probably cheating on the side. That's why it lasts so long, because he he got he got women on the side. That's why he lasts. That's why the the marriage lasts for 50 years. They was both cheating on the low. If y'all think that these 30, 40, 50 year marriages, that was the only person that both of those people have slept with. Let's let's cut it out. That's child's play. Okay, can the adults come in the room? Period. Do you think, I'm going to ask you this, because <laughs> do you think that Barack cheats on Michelle? Oh, I'm going to have to answer this off, off camera. I oh, mean, she, she don't want to answer it for the pot, y'all. So y'all just, y'all just, y'all want to talk about it at, at hell yes, no girl. smoke with the Put your comments. I don't want cancer in my pipes. Okay. <laughs> We can't give the real answer because, you know, we don't want the black community I to. No, I don't want no smoke with the Listen, Obamas. to be honest, if you've not answered it on the air, that's your answer. I, I just don't want to speak on, you know, the, the politicals. They have a lot of pull. I'm I'm good. Okay, that's the, only, that's the only relationship I can think of that I can point to and be like, there's no way. There's no way Barack is cheating on Michelle or Michelle is cheating on Barack. Oh, for sure. <laughs> damn yeah ah, hell yes girl let us know what y'all think <laughs> we we are uh too high profile to give our opinions on the <laughs> you know us us high profile bitches we can't we we got too much of a platform you you just don't know what's gonna go viral so i'm good on that okay yeah I'm so good. hit us with your opinions at hell yes girl just make the tweet and then tag us thanks guys period so maya's like all right then if you're gonna move on i'm gonna move on too and you can tell she's really bothered though mm. yes so she then is we get a montage of maya being crazy as fuck yeah like we've never seen this mm-hmm. it's giving desperate mm. it really is i think she did something similar with stan when like before she was fucking with stan like that she tried to hook joan and stan up and stan came over to joan's house and maya popped up outside oh yes they pretty much fleshed out that that storyline a little bit more because she only did that one crazy thing where she was popping up she was outside of joan's house looking in the window (laughs) and joan thought somebody was trying to stalk her house or steal something and it was just it was just maya Yes, I do remember that episode. Purr. Yeah, so this is a thing that Maya does, which she doesn't need to do. Like, girl, you can get dudes. You don't need to take your friend's dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it's not her friend's dude. It's her dude that she borrowed to... to 
to her friend and she mm. want him back. Okay. Once she told him I'm not interested, at that point, he's uh he's back on the market. Right. Y'all was just doing a little talking here and there, a little casual sex here and there. But that wasn't your man man, you know? That wasn't your man man. True. So, I don't know. I'm just saying. You're going a little too hard for somebody you said you don't even want to be with who wasn't even your man man. That's true. So, uh, we see Lynn and Jalen at her apartment having a nice little dinner. Uh, Lynn made vegan cornbread, which sounds pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. So Jalen takes a bite out of the, the vegan cornbread and says, this is really good, Lynn. And she's like, listen, you don't got to lie. I'm going to sleep with you anyway. And he goes, thank God. And he spits it out. Well, damn. <laughs> Did he really say that just to, just so he could fuck her? What else you willing to lie about, Mr. Jalen? Yeah. Men will just lie about any old thing. Just say you don't like the fucking... Anyway. <laughs> so that's when Maya just walks straight into Lynn's apartment, which, um, locks much? Right. Like, um, the fuck, bitch? Who leaves a door unlocked in LA? Who do that? Lynn. But Maya's like, hey, did y'all feel that earthquake? They know she's lying. And Lynn pushes her out the door and tells her a good night but before she leaves maya says just make sure you stay out of the bedroom that's the number one place people die when there's an earthquake so she don't want them fucking <laughs> is that true i don't fucking know i don't care i live in new york oh all my all my LAs. is that true nisi just moved to california maybe she knows she said she had a experience her first earthquake so far oh shit. right nisi okay hmm <laughs> <laughs> So then later on, Jalen and Lynn, they're in her living room slow dancing, and Maya barges in again. Um, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So then Maya says, there's been a car chase. They're headed to our block. We could be on TV. I'd be like, who cares? I don't want to be on TV. Like, who cares, girl? I don't give a fuck. That's the last place I want to be, because if they stop on my block and there's a shootout, I'm going to be out there Period. in gunfire. So... I would say Maya's uh, favorite girlfriend um, stock prices are definitely going down. Is that is that how it works? <laughs> is that how stocks work? Um. Yeah. Definitely. She's not looking like the fave of the show. No. Not mm-hmm. not right now. This is like a low moment for her. Um. So Lynn kicks her out and locks the door behind her. Finally. So later, Lynn's on the couch getting a foot massage from Jalen. Ooh. <laughs> and Maya tries to come in the door. The door's locked this time. And she's like, oh my God, I need to speak to a manager. She starts banging on the door yelling, manager, 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 manager. This is a lot. Maya's really twat swatting Lynn right now. Really? Mm. It's pretty fucked up. It's supposedly one of your best friends and you're doing this. She's doing all And she's that. waking up the neighbors. But you know, they've been cool for a few years, but they don't have that um, background that Lynn does with the rest of them. I think that needs to be... I don't give a fuck. I don't care about your history. Y'all been friends long enough to where this is disrespectful. Period. So Maya's having an issue with the laundry and Lynn needs to fix it. We find out it's Jalen's tidy whities that have been in the washer too long. This is a tidy whitey nigga? Yike. But Jalen says, you know what? We got to reschedule this shit. So. Okay. That's what Maya wanted. See you when I see you, bitch. Yeah. Maya wins. Maya wins this time around. So back with Tony and Todd, Todd comes in from his NYC trip. He has a suitcase in hand. He doesn't kiss her hello when he comes in the room, which is a big red flag. Let's not ignore it. Not only does he not kiss her hello, this nigga has the fucking audacity to put his fucking luggage on the bed. Like, (laughs) oh my God. Like, I cringed when I saw that dirty ass luggage. How I know it's dirty because I travel, bitch. That luggage been everywhere. Oh, I know. You you pick up a lot of stuff. It's a lot of leaves. Like, ugh. A lot of Put dust that shit on dirt. your fucking bed. That's that Caucasian shit. This is what I'm talking That's about. I, I was bit. gonna. I wasn't sure. I was like, it's 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 the whiteness. It is. It's the same culture that don't wash their legs. It's the same culture that be arguing about if they should take a shower every day. It's that. It's all in the same family. They're also the type to put their shoes on the bed, too. Or just come to the house with their outside clothes. And then lay on the bed. And then just lay on the bed. And then sleep in that motherfucker. Like, what? Yeah. Like, are y'all okay? 
<laughs> so he's very like calm and even tempered. You would think he just came back from the store. Like he doesn't seem like, hey, Tony, you you won't believe what happened or how the trip was. It was so cool. Guess what? I took the job. And I think they really liked me. Mm-hmm. None of that. Mm-hmm. None of that. Because he still haven't gotten that reaction that he wanted from Tony. He done booked this trip, went, came back, and Tony's still like, okay, um, we're getting out of depth, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just thinking, okay, if I was just watching this and I didn't know anything, I'd be like, oh, well, um, I guess he didn't get the job. He doesn't seem very happy. So Tony hops up and says, so how was your trip? And he goes, fine. He said it was fine. Mm. Okay. Now that was the opportunity to go, well, guess what, Tony? I got the job. You know what I mean? Like he's really not giving her anything. Mm-hmm. So then she goes, hold on there. Because I'm interested. I have some follow-up questions. How's the weather? <laughs> Tony, what are you doing? I'm asking you a question, listening to the answer and giving you a follow-up. You sound like a nut. <laughs> Tony, why are you presenting it like it's a PowerPoint? Yeah. I don't like that. I didn't like that. It's definitely given business proposal. Like, hold on. It is. <laughs> and he can see through that shit. He's like, why are you being weird? So her follow-up question is, how was the weather? Now, that shouldn't have been the follow-up question. What should it have been, Etsy? It should have been, did you get the job? How much them niggas paying? How long you gonna have to be out there? I mean, because if you're only out there for three months, six months, I could stay my ass over here. I'm not trying to do all of that. But is it permanent? Is it not? What's, what's good? Yeah, but she just wants to know the, about the weather. So now he's really creeped out. And she explains, I'm asking you a question, listening to the answer, and giving you a follow-up. Mm-hmm. It's very robotic. It's all for show. She don't really care about what this dude has to say. She mm-hmm. don't care. It's all a show. So he thinks that she loves him. That's why I don't think this marriage is real. Like, this is, at this point, just just do each other a favor. Yeah. It, its foundation isn't real. That's why it's shaky. It was. It happened with a lie. So, yeah. that's that on that. Yeah. He says, so um, I took the job. After all that time being in the room with her, he now says I took the job. Why did he just say the trip went fine if you got a new life-changing opportunity? He didn't want to take... He didn't even want to do this job interview. Because the, the point of the job wasn't to get the job. It was to get Tony oh, Almost upset. like he fell into it. Yeah. Kind of like um, Donald Trump and the presidency. <laughs> he didn't really want to be president. It was all spectacle. And yeah. then he's like, oh shit, they voting for me? I guess I really got to do this job now for four years. Can't go back now. Yeah, I can't, so, I can't go back. <laughs> yeah. And Tony's like surprised about this information. And she's like, wait, you didn't talk to me first about this? You said go for it. So I did. Yeah, but you haven't even told me what the job is. I'm the lead plastic surgeon on a reality makeover show, so if you excuse me, I have a lot of packing to do. Packing? Are we going now? I mean, for how long? Are they providing housing? Are we flying first class? Tony, you're not going. And I'm thinking, okay, the first call you should have made after you told them, I'll take the job, is to your wife. Mm-hmm. Let's say the 1800s, you didn't have to fly to me first to tell me mm-hmm. their cell phones nigga you could have called her from 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 your hotel and called the house phones go way back yeah he definitely could have did that it could have at least even been a text you could have done that shit in the could've lobby been a text <gasps> once you left i mean got the job <laughs> <laughs> smiley face period or maybe not i guess he ain't trying to smile with tony <laughs> but uh <laughs> We find out the job is um, he's the lead plastic surgeon on a reality makeover show. And I'm like, damn, that's not kind of cool. Like, you about to make some money, money. That's kind of lit. Yeah. What channel is going to be on? So it's going to be seasonal then, right? That's a few months. We ain't going to be shooting. Oh, true. Yeah, right. It's not a full year. So, I mean, that could work out. That's a good call. You go over there. you, You shoot for three months. And I'll stay my ass over here. I mean, shit. You could just send the money. Right. To pay off the debt. Zell, Venmo. <laughs> um, no, I don't think they had that. I think you just go to Western Union or something. Okay, Western Union. You can even deposit it, wire transfer it to um to my bank. Whatever. They had their, yeah. th- their methods, you know. But I know that's right. I forgot Todd is a plastic surgeon. So that means 
Tony can get her shit done too. Whatever she want to get done. Tony don't need nothing done. Just nah, her hair. She, she don't. She don't need nothing done. Yeah, she just need to go to the salon. But I mean, if she wants, yeah, to. she good. <laughs> <laughs> she need Ronnie for that. She don't need Todd. So oh, he says, shit. you know, I got the job. So if you excuse me, I have a lot of packing to do. Mm. You know what? I bet dead ass. I bet he called Natalie and told her. Mm-hmm. I bet you. I bet you. And he had all that excitement. All that excitement and congratulations was from her. Yes. So now he home. He don't need it from from Tony. That's probably why he all chill. Because yeah. he already got his congratulations from Natalie. He already got his happy moment. His what is it? Is it endorphins or whatever the fuck? He already got that all from um from Natalie. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. And she got the nerve to try to shake shake your hand like shit is sweet. <laughs> And he goes, Tony, you're not going. She's like, well, yeah, not right away. I have to rent out this place and find someone to run the office and break the news to Joan. I'm like, also your your immediate family, Tony, who lives in Fresno? Right. Well, he says, you're not going at all. First off, you don't tell me what to do. Number one. <laughs> I, could, I, I could buy a flight right now and head out there. That That's number one. You talking real big for a nigga who broke. Like... <laughs> Right. Are you even paying for the flight? The they paying for it for you. So he goes, listen, Tony. I love you. But we haven't been on the same page for a long, long time. I know. Which is why I've been working so hard to get us back on the same page. I'm the one in therapy. That's my point. It, it's not this hard. And I'm like, no, You, if you're working on your marriage in therapy, y'all should be together in therapy. Not separate doctors in separate places. I don't know how true this is. Somebody said that if you're going to get marriage therapy, you should get therapy separate first and then go in together. That's what they said. I don't know how true that is. You know what? That might be true. I'm not a therapist, but therapist Twitter, let us know. It just sounds ridiculous. (laughs) I could be wrong. I'm not a professional. And Todd's like, wait, so you need a therapist to teach you how to love your husband? You know what, Todd? Sometimes people do. And as a doctor, you should probably know that. Mm -hmm. So he says, how about this? You stay here. And work on trying to love me and i'll go to new york and work on trying to stay in love with you <sighs> he gonna work on fucking natalie that marriage is done <laughs> <laughs> and yes that's one thing he's gonna be doing but todd don't be sitting on your little high horse giving out rules and shit and ultimatums and ultimatoes you see a nigga got a cute little job or whatever now he done forgot where he came from now he's trying to act hyphy he feeling froggy so he leaping and shit (laughs) but (laughs) it's like why does todd have the fucking upper hand right now why he's just as fucked up as tony is like you ain't perfect todd and nigga the only reason why you even have to take this fucking job is because you accumulated that fucking debt. You put me in this bullshit. That's the reason why you got to play by coastal marriage because your ass <laughs> is so thirsty. For- <laughs> that sounds like a reality show, like 90 Day Fiance, followed by by coastal marriage, 87 Central. Okay. Okay. Yeah, for real. So, yeah, I don't think this situation's fair at all. I don't think that Todd has the the stock built up to be talking to her like this. But, you know, whatever. Mm. So he continues to pack for New York. So next we get a, a response letter from Pepito. And uh, it's funny, Pepito calls William Guillermo, which is the Spanish version of William. And mm. Pepito mentions that what William is going through is quite remarkable. I am but a young boy and have yet to find a love of my own. But I am reminded of the words my grandfather used to tell me about the wild boar that would roam our forest. If you do not kill it, you do not eat. Take a risk and open your heart to John. It could not be any worse than being mangled by a wild boar like my brother was. And William, totally overlooking that part, goes, Yes, Pepito, you always know just what to say. So that's when he sees Joan over at the counter uh, buying a sandwich at Skia. And he gets up and goes over to her. Okay, so he's about to tell her, right? And then he chokes up. And then he goes... The pumpernickel's stale. You might want to try it on wheat. Did you think he was really going to tell her in this scene? No. Did they, really, they didn't sell it for you well enough? No, it wasn't. Mm-mm. They didn't nail it for me. They didn't hit the bullseye. 
but it was a cute little buildup, you know. I feel like this wouldn't be the place to tell her while she's getting a sandwich at Skia. You got to go to her house. Uh huh. How about y'all go to that to that place, that bar that y'all go to and have a cute dinner or something? Blue? Yeah, it's kind of more intimate, a bit more grown, like the sandwich it place, is. nigga. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I just don't like the amount of witnesses because if she turns you down, everybody saw that shit. I don't know, and plus it makes her want to answer. Yes. Yeah. You ever see like those proposals uh, at like football games or basketball games? And it's yeah. like, of course she's going to say yes. It's on national TV. Like, <laughs> Right. So much pressure. So we head back over to the apartment complex. Maya is knocking on Jalen's door, bothering presumably Lynn and Jalen on their date. Just being loud and coming up with excuses. Like, I think this one's about a tornado. And mm. she wants them to come outside and look at the sky. I'm like, if it's a tornado, why are you out there? People just dumb. So Lynn runs out all frustrated about why Maya can't leave them alone. And she says, okay, the truth is I like Jalen too. And Lynn's like, well, it's, oh, it's too late. Like, oh, well, so sad, too bad. Cause I like him. And Maya's like, well, listen, if he knew I liked him, he'd choose me. I'm like, damn, Maya, you just sound really arrogant and mean. Damn. I mean, it's, it's, it's true, but God damn. I don't give a fuck if it's true. You can't tell Lynn that. Why you, why you gonna say that shit out loud? We need to learn, <laughs> like, etiquette, okay? Social <laughs> etiquette. The fuck? That's your friend. You no know good and well, you ain't supposed to tell her. Shit. That should have stayed in the group chat between you and um and Joan. I don't know about Tony. Tony might snitch. but uh, I feel like Tony might say something. You, Joan, and William in the yeah, same group chat. Yeah, you, Joan, and William. But they start arguing. Lynn's trying to give the argument. Maya's doing toot toots, toot toot in her own horn. Jalen comes out and breaks up the argument. And Maya says, guess what, Jalen? I like you. Now you don't have to play the desperate card with Lynn. I was like, bitch. Oh, can y'all be friends after this? She tried it. That sounds like a Tony line. That does. Mm -hmm. That does sound like a Tony line. Seems like Maya and Tony are more similar than we think. Mm -hmm. That's probably why they was butting heads at the beginning. Because they Mm. peeped each other. They might be cousins. We don't know. <laughs> the way Maya be having cousins everywhere rela- related to everybody. So he's like, wait, the moment I get with your friend, you want me? So Maya goes, come on, Jalen, are you going to get with this or are you going to get with that? And he go- and she goes, because, honey, you can get with that. But, honey, this is where it's at. It's a song. You, you can, can get with this or you can, can get, get with that. that. You, you can, can get, get with this, this or you can, can get, get with that. that. Was that was that commercial that. popular at that time? I feel like it might have been. That song was in a commercial that like was Sprite really popular. Something? something like that. It's giving very 2000s. It might be in the background or some commercials. Like, I feel like I see it. Because I don't play that song on my own. It's in It me just neither. pops up. So, <laughs> and the fact that I know it so well, it isn't because of me. It's because of media. It has to be. So, it's uh-huh. in something. <laughs> um... And he suggests, how about a threesome? <sighs> they say no, of course. He's a typical guy. What the fuck? And Lynn's like, all right, Jalen, you have to choose between us. And he's like, all right. Okay, um, I'll choose. Wait, both of y'all turn around real quick. What? <laughs> he wants to compare their booties. I mean, none of them really got fat asses like that. They're all really skinny on this show, except for Joan. Joan got a little fatty. But, um, so I don't know what he compared. Yeah, in the 2000s, having a big butt was, like, not as cool as it is now. Right. It wasn't all the rage like it is who you, now. Who do you think, if it was all about butts, who would win, Maya or Lynn? They go head to head for me. <laughs> I they're mean. In the same, they're in the same weight class. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. I would say Lynn. Lynn got a little bit more booty. You think she, a little like she got skinny? a little bit of a, um, put your drink on it, you know what I mean? A little bit more. <laughs> oh my gosh. So is Tony the skinniest one in the group? I think it might be Maya. You think so? I think that I feel like I see more bones on Tony. <laughs> a bony Tony. Oh, not in a bad way, but like. Fire Maya. I feel like she she's the sl- slimmest one by a little bit. Not by a lot because they all small mm. as hell, but like by a little bit girlfriend's twitter let us know at hell yes girl tweeted us yeah and let us know what do you think who has the uh well what's the question (laughs) 
who y'all think is the smallest one? And as it pertains to this episode, because this is what the character is asking, so don't come for us. Who do you think Jalen would see as having the bigger booty? Lynn or Maya? Yep. Let us know. At hell yes, girl. But after that, if I was one of them and he's like, okay, y'all turn around. I'd be like, you know what? If you're going to do that, I don't want, I don't want you. Right. You're showing me what kind of guy you are. I'm done. A fucking vase? Oh, let me turn it around and see if it's going to fit in my living room or some (laughs) shit. Fuck you, bitch. You turn around, ho, and get on your knees, nigga. Actually, Jalen ain't all that. I don't know why they fighting over Jalen. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I keep thinking about him in 911. So, I do. I'm Every like, time I think he might be even a little cute, I'd be like thinking about him in 911. Because in 911, <laughs> he's definitely giving dad bod energy. Total dad. <laughs> he, he's somebody daddy. The, the girls step aside and they have a little woman-to-woman talk. You do realize whatever decision he makes is going to affect our friendship forever. What? You scared? We're like family. I got family. What I don't have is a boyfriend. You're willing to lose what we have over some guy. Yeah. You're right, Maya. I love you, girl. I love you, too. And I'm like, oh, Maya's trying to gaslight Lynn so she can give up (laughs) Jalen. I was like, Maya's trying to play this girl. And they hug each other. And Jalen sees this and he runs to them like, wait, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. Both of you like me, but I don't get either of you. No, and I'm like, look at this toxic masculinity. Mm. He cannot stand that these women chose themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they took his power away. So he's like, damn, L.A. women are crazy or they they have autonomy and they make their own decisions. They're not crazy. Damn, the only women are crazy because none of them want you. Exactly. So Lynn leaves to go to her apartment. Uh, Maya goes to hers, Jalen goes to his, and he kind of waits there. He just wants to tell Maya, you know it would have been you, right? And she says, yeah, I know. Which, honestly, we didn't need to know that. We did not need to know that. That, and do you even believe this nigga? Like, he's saying that to you. What What is he saying to Lynn when, when he sees her outside? He gonna say the same thing to Lynn. He's trying to play you. I didn't think of that. I was just like, that's really fucked up toward Lynn. Because you were on a date with Lynn. Did you mm-hmm. not care? Or she just like was, okay, well, second best. I'll just get Lynn because I can't get Maya. Yeah, pretty much. That's so fucked up. If he is telling the truth, that's exactly what it is. Because he's been trying to get Maya for a minute. So he was just like, okay. Damn. I'm going to just settle. So final scene, Joan has a sandwich. She's singing the sandwich song again. She goes out to eat it on her back patio and a bird shits on it. So no sandwich for Joan. Yeah, that's a wrap for the sandwiches. Hmm. What do we think about the episodes that don't really have Joan in it like that? Like, she's kind of a side character. What do we think about these episodes? I did not even think about the fact that she wasn't really in it. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe this was, like, her day off or her week off where she was like, yeah, I need I need some time. Like, give me, like, a few days. Mm-hmm. I want to visit family or something. Like, just give me mm. a few scenes here and there. <laughs> But yeah, what do y'all think of, um, I'm pretty sure they would like it. The listeners would like something like that because Joan's not everyone's favorite. So um, we got to spread out the love a little bit. But yeah, it was a episode wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It just moved things along a little bit. (laughs) Next, we have the oh hell yes moment. I have no idea what kind of oh hell yes moment you could choose from this. But what did you choose at zero as your oh hell yes? I chose... Tony not falling for Todd's games and being like, oh, well, you got the job? Great! Because your dumbass went as far as to get a job in New York just to prove a stupid-ass point. Well then, damn. Yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna fly all the way out to New York, that's not a, that's not a quick flight. That's a good, at least four five and a half, hours. five hours. Yeah. I've mm. done it. And you getting jet lag, all that shit. Like, you ain't gonna tell nobody? You wild. But yeah, that's a good oh hell yes moment. Mm-hmm. My oh hell yes moment is different. <laughs> it's very small, because I was like, yo, I hated everybody in this episode. Nothing really made me go oh hell yes. But my oh hell yes moment is when Pepito was giving great advice to William, saying, if you don't kill it, you don't eat. Basically saying, if you don't confess your feelings... 
you're never gonna know you're never gonna know the truth and you have to live with that mm-hmm. close mouths don't get fed that's what pepito exactly. was saying pepito knows to too because he probably don't eat so he's like listen i may be a young boy but i know that you need to go and confess your feelings so i'm glad that this is getting um he's getting pushed in the right direction mm-hmm. so and that's all for our show. Hit up social media at Hell Yes Girl. We're going to have some polls on there, guys. Uh, Etsy's going to write some polls and I'm going to post them. And we're mm-hmm. going to talk about it on the next episode to see what the streets is saying about the topics. Yes, yes, yes. Keep a lookout for that. Go to our page and follow us. And also go on to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And wherever else you listen to see if you can rate us and give us a, a review. And we'll read it live on the air. And of course, you'll be dubbed as one of our girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Next episode is called New York Bound. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're going to New York. There or he? I just gave it away. They're all going for different reasons. You'll see. Oh. But yeah, eventually they all make it to New York. I don't know if they're going in this episode or the finale, but eventually all the girls go to New York for different reasons. All right, so we got we got some drama coming up to end season four. This is uh, the penultimate episode of the season. So join us for that next week. And until then, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And be here next week when we talk about New York Bound. <laughs>